Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Finding God's Will. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Christ taught us to pray. He taught us to pray, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done. Now, the truth of the matter is that most people, with rare exceptions, don't have a will of their own. We think we do when we exert effort, when we become angry, when we get excited and move ambitiously or excitedly towards something, or when we're fearful and run from something, we think we have our own will. We feel movement, we feel motion. But the truth is, most people don't have their own will. In the universe, there are two wills. There's God's will, and there's Satan's will. And God's will has freedom in it. But Satan's will is compulsive and leads to increasing unawareness. Now, the interesting thing is that we think we're doing our own will, but in moments of clarity, we can see that somehow we're acting against our own best interests when we smoke marijuana, or when we drink too much, or eat too much, or buy too much, or shop too much, or get angry too much, or become irritated in traffic, when we become nervous, when we become tense, when we say the wrong thing when we are excited about some prospect of easy gain, and even though we know it's too good to be true, what's the old expression? If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. We know that, don't we? You know it. But you still buy the wrong thing anyway. Afterwards, you wonder, what did I do that for? Why did I buy ten items when I could have bought one? Why did I buy that expensive one when I could have bought the less expensive one? Or why did I buy the less expensive one when I, I knew it, it didn't fit right, didn't look right? What did I buy it for? Or what did I buy anything for? I didn't need anything. So I could go on and on and on. We marry the wrong people, then we get divorced for, the wrong, for selfish reasons, and we say the wrong thing, we become impatient with our children. Remember when you were a little child, you needed understanding, and now you're impatient with your kids. So I could just go on and on and on. But in moments of clarity, you can see that some other will is operating through you. It's not your idea. It's not what you really want to do. And for sure, it's not wise. See, now if God's will were done, now let's look at it another way. If you were doing God's will, then everything you did would have patience in it. Everything you did would be wise, commonsensical, thoughtful. It wouldn't be selfish. And everything you did would lead to more good. Everything you did would turn out right and lead to an abundance of good things without guilt. But as it is now, your actions are not with wisdom, with common sense, with understanding, with patience, with love. And they don't lead to an abundance of good things. And if you do strive ambitiously 
and get something, then you feel guilty for it because of the ambition. Christ taught us to pray, Thy will be done. Now, there's an interesting phenomenon. It's called hypnosis. And no, it's not just a, a parlor game or something to be seen on, on the stage. It's real. And the hypnotist somehow substitutes his will for the person who's being hypnotized. And then the person ends up doing what the hypnotist says. And the hypnotist can even transfer his suggestion, his command, to various objects. He says, when, when you see a, a red shoe, then you'll feel like scratching your nose. And the person is brought back to being awake, and then all of a sudden there's a red shoe, and the person starts scratching their nose. Well, that's the story of everyone's life. We're all, we've all been hypnotized. And who is the master hypnotist who stands behind all the people who have fallen in line? Why, it's Satan himself. And each new generation, through ambition and rebelliousness and anger and resentment and foolishness, begins to follow other people who mislead them. And those people followed other people and they followed other people all the way back to the master hypnotist. When actually... It's another will operating through us who ushers in unawareness and deceit and error. And we think we're doing our own will. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. All that would do is cramp my style. And besides, I want to set you free not tie you down with more church, more doctrines, more obligations, more labels. People say, I'm a this or I'm a that, or I'm a that or I'm a this. All it does is divide you up from the commonality, the brotherhood and sisterhood of humankind. That's all it does. I don't need any labels. I'm just a person. And I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. talking today about God's will. And I said there are two wills in the universe, God's will and the will of the guy with the horns. And you're either doing one or the other. And I said that with rare exceptions, people don't have their own will. We react. Something happens and we react. Somebody says something and we react. We see something and we react. And we have emotion. Excitement, anger, fear, resentment, hurt feelings, some kind of emotion. And then out of that emotion, then, ideas arise. And the ideas that arise are often given to us by the outside. And those ideas arise, and then we do something. And it's always the wrong thing. You say the wrong thing, you do the wrong thing, you marry the wrong person. Yeah, you meet somebody, you react, you get upset. They, they, do, they say something that irritates you, and before you know it, you're married. Now, how did that happen? So, you see what I mean? Or you see something and you buy it. Why did you buy it? You didn't need it. I'm just giving simple examples. But I think you can see from the simple examples I've given, if you really 
stop to ponder for a moment, you see, yeah, I, I really don't want to eat too much. I don't want to eat the wrong stuff. I don't want to spend too much money. I don't want to argue with my partner. I don't want to fight with my kids. I don't want to get all stressed out. I don't want to react to traffic and get nervous and irritated. Now, a lot of us, we begin to see how someone irritates us and makes us upset, and we get a headache or an eye ache or pain in the shoulder. So then we avoid certain people. Or we, we try to be super nice to them. We try to be really nice so that they won't upset us. But can you see how you're serving them? So you serve them. You give in to them. You appease them so they won't upset you. So people go through life walking on eggshells, avoiding, trying to be super nice, trying to make the external world so that they can have peace inside. But, you, but see, that, that's proof positive that the outside is getting on the inside. The outside is getting on the inside. Your inside should be peaceful and calm, regardless of what's going on outside. If it's rainy, you shouldn't feel bad. If the sun is shining, well, that's nice, but it shouldn't, you know, change your mood. You should always be, you should always have equanimity and poise. You know, like a boat goes through the water. The water doesn't go into the boat. The boat goes through the water. It cuts through the waves, you see? And it says in the Bible, there's a beautiful passage where it talks about God making the paths straight and lowering the hills and raising the valleys. It's just beautiful. Well, that's what you need. You need to do God's will. You must find God's will. Find God. You must find your connection with him. You lost your connection. Now your connection is with the hypnotist through people around you who upset you, who motivated you, and through objects to which you now respond in substances. It's now the will, someone else's will, operating through you. You must find God's will. And in God's will is freedom and joy and peace of mind and prosperity and happiness and courage. All the good things. Can you see how you lost how you lost all of those things by responding and reacting. They took it from you. You had to pay the piper. There's no such thing as a free lunch. You react to others and become angry. You get a little high. Yes, you get a little high. You feel superior to them and you can hate them, but you pay the price. Yeah, you set aside principle to go for something that you shouldn't have. You have to pay the price. So why not return now to God? To his will and when you do his will because you want to not because you have to then you become free and then life is filled with bounty i just published a new book it's called a walk on the spiritual side Many people wish to have peace of mind, a sense of spiritual purpose in life, and above all, a right relationship with others, especially their loved ones. The secret way to the fount of understanding is there to be found by the sincere seeker, hidden in plain sight. The key to wisdom, love, and all the good things in life is found within. When you find this pearl of great price, you will begin a new life of purpose and joy. I'm reading from the back page of my new book called A Walk on the Spiritual Side. You can preview it free at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com.
Christ taught us to pray, Thy will be done. We are taught to pray and to ask that God's will be done. Now, that's about all you can do. And you can also yearn for the truth. Yearn for something beautiful, something sweet, something good, something honorable. Yearn for the good that you, long time ago when you were a little child, you knew there was good. Maybe you knew a good person. Maybe you had a grandma or a grandpa or an aunt who was good. Or your older brother, maybe someone was good. But most people were not so good. Most people were just like you. They were kind of just going along, going along to get along, and joining in with what everybody else was doing and smoking marijuana and taking drugs and partying and whatever anybody else was doing, and you just joined in and did that too. And there, it's quite obvious you really don't have your own will. You're just going along, see? But as time went by, you began to fall away from a closeness to that. See, when you were a little child, you were closer to God when you were a little tiny child than you've ever been since. You've slowly fallen away from being close to God. And now it seems very far away. The only thing you know now of good is perhaps your conscience, which occasionally you feel. When you were a little child, you were much aware of your conscience. If you were mean to your mommy, you got angry at your mommy, then you felt bad. Now your conscience is more like just a vague anxiety. So you want to come back to God's will. Well, what can you do? Well, you can yearn for it. You can yearn for the good that you've never known or that you, like I said, saw a little bit of in someone. Yearn for the Father you've never known. And God answers by sending light. He sends his light. And you can't look to the world either. You can't look to people on the outside. What you lost was an intimate relationship with the Father, or what you have yet to find. Let's put it that way. You were close to it when you were a little child. Now you must find it. But no one can do it for you. There's no psychologist or minister or expert or guru or there's no one out there, or teacher or professor or friend. There's no one that can give it to you. You have to find it. You have to find the light of your Creator. And wonderfully, it's right inside of you, His light. In His light, you see the truth. When you see the truth, you're able to stand back from the error in God's light and see the error. And when you see the error, you're no longer identified with the error. You're no longer part of it. You just see it. Now you're closer to God's light. That's the magic. Then you walk in the light of two suns, the earthly sun to light your earthly path and to warm your physical body, and the heavenly sun to light your spiritual path and to warm your soul. And with a proper meditation, your soul can then extend the gift of light and warmth to the body also. And life is good, and life is sweet.
Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage? A spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget. The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome back to Shedding Shackles. Shedding Shackles is supported by contributions from listeners like you. To view our many free resources and make a contribution, visit SheddingShackles.com. I'm going to continue with today's theme, but first I want to mention a couple of things. First of all, I'm starting to uh, put some some little updates on Facebook. I haven't really done much on Facebook for a long time, but I'm starting to put some little updates there, little news items, little clips from videos. I'm making some very good videos. I have a new video series called Fundamental Christianity. I just began it. It's very good. The first is about forgiveness, what it is, how to do it. Very important. So, you know, I get a little preview of it, put it up on, on Facebook. And I'm also using Twitter. I'm tweeting out some little, um, little links to little video clips and so on. And so, you might want to go to SheddingShackles.com and uh, look for those so you can start getting updated on what I'm doing. I also have a listener call-in line, and if you go to SheddingShackles.com and look for the contact tab, you'll see it. You can call in there and leave a message. I don't answer the phone, you just leave a message. You can leave a, a nice message, a question or a comment. And, if it's, if it's something that would be helpful to others, then I'll actually put it on the air. I'll put it on the air. Everyone can hear it, and then I'll answer it on the air. So those are important. And as I've said quite a bit lately, I'm... Oh, another thing. This is important. We're putting up our radio programs on iTunes. That's right. The radio programs are on iTunes. So those of you who have iTunes, you can go there and listen to, the radio, to my radio programs. So those are very important items, I think, to mention. I'm on the air Saturday evening in Indianapolis, Indiana right now, in Kansas City, Missouri, Saturday evening. So those of you who are listening there, just have to remember what time it's on. Just take a look at your watch or your clock and see what time it's on. And then I'm there every week, same time, every week, every Saturday evening at the same time. Very simple. 
And so you really should, because that way you can listen to the program. And those of you who are listening Sunday morning in Southern California, once again, I'm on once a week. But it makes it easy to know that I'm on once a week Sunday morning in Southern California. So every Sunday morning you can go or you can go to the video, to the audio archives at our um, website, SheddingShackles.com and listen to the radio programs there. Now let's continue with today's theme. What you think of as your will is the energy and resentment that you generate to try to struggle with other people's will. But when you do that, all you do is become involved with them and entangled with them and their will gets inside you anyway, to which you either conform or rebel and usually end up finally conforming. You must find God's will. And his will is sweet. Christ said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God's will is sweet and it has freedom in it and it has love in it. It's what you've always needed ever since you were a little child. So find now God's will. That's today's theme. Hi, this is Roland. Are you interested in improving your relationship with your partner? Or how about improving your relationship with your kids if communication is not so good? Okay, and then how about getting rid of hurt feelings and misunderstandings and so on? Well, then you really ought to read one of my books about relationships and about marriage. And one of the ones that I don't talk about a lot, I should talk about more, is my book called Putting the Forever Back in Love. Oh, what a wonderful book. It's, it's over 300 pages, Putting the Forever Back in Love. I talk about how to improve your relationship, what to do if your wife asks you to leave, how to forgive and forget, okay? How to stay married for a long time and live happily ever after, how to develop character and learn to bear suffering and grow from it, okay? And how to have understanding when you deal with other people, okay? And how not to judge your husband so much and how not to resent your wife. Well. May I recommend you get Putting the Forever Back in Love? Just visit SheddingShackles.com or TalkToAPastor.org and you can preview it for free. It's also on Amazon. Putting the Forever Back in Love. I think you'll really enjoy it. The plant. Let's say a rose. The rose loves the sun. And the rose puts up its leaves so that it might be touched by the light from the sun. And the plant lives and thrives in God's light. And how about you, O ye of little faith? How do you live and thrive if you are separate from your Creator's light? You must find His light, and it's easy. You don't have to go to a monastery. You don't have to go to a mountain in Tibet. You don't have to go out into the wilderness. You can sit quietly in your chair. If you're at home now, you may close your eyes and look at the inside of your eyelids. 
and you will note there are little pixels of light, very tiny little pixels of light, a little glow of light, sparkles of light. You see them? That's God's light. It's always been there, but you fell away from it. You must now learn to meditate properly, to sit quietly in the morning, and again at noon, if you can, and in the evening, and watch those little pixels of light. Do you notice what happens when you look at those little pixels? Look at them. If you're sitting at home or in your office, quietly in a chair, you can close your eyes. When you look at those little pixels of light, your imagination is gone. The images are gone. And you're in the present in God's light. It's very beautiful. And then, when you open your eyes and stretch and go about your business, whatever you do as a mom or a dad, as a worker, as a manager, as a whatever you are, a student, as you go about your life, you have a little, a little something with you that came into you from God's light. Just as the plant absorbs God's light, so does your soul. And you're better, better for it. You're a better person for it. And that light is perfectly capable of restoring you to your original purpose and guiding you to the most wonderful things, the most wonderful adventures and realizations and understanding and spiritual truths beyond your wildest dreams. But it must begin very small must begin very, very small and very quiet. There must be no pride in it. There must be no hand of man, no rituals, no chanting, no drum beats, no images. Just watching those little pixels and realizing that of yourself you can do nothing. In your whole life you've been meddling, meddling in other people's lives and trying to change them and resenting them when they didn't bow to your will and wanting something from them and using them selfishly. You've been very selfish, a very, very selfish person. See that now. Don't resent seeing it. Don't resent the light that shows it to you and just see it and be, be humbled by that realization. And then your new life begins, the life in God's light. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.